are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. If you would like to experience your child as they grow up in heaven, I invite you to check out my website at livealifeyoulove.org, all spelled out, and check out my new program, Growing Up in Heaven. It is a seven-step proven process that will take you from grief to relief as you learn to make the connection with your child as they grow up in heaven. Today's episode is all about how grief changes us. I had a fantastic conversation last week uh, with, uh, with a woman who does extensive work with grief. And we talked about the different idea around grieving and that that is, that is a part of the process when we lose someone. And that grief is, it's internal. We're grieving, we're working through the loss. This is internal. That's what grief is. And that when we are mourning, when we are in mourning, that is the external expression of that grief. And it is through that process that the healing can occur. And I found this conversation just absolutely absolutely incredible because i know for myself when i lost my son jack i i had gone through the grieving i had gone through the different stages of grief i was angry i was sad i was depressed i tried to i, I bartered i thought well if we'd done this if we'd done this or done that or made a different choice and think we could have had a different outcome um you know i i worked through all those different all of those different layers and levels and stages of grief. And then when I really began to work through and allow myself to fully mourn him, it was the tears would fall whenever. I didn't care if I wasn't able to wear mascara. I I was open to triggers. I just, I felt like, I felt like my heart was broken. And through the mourning process, is where I just gave, I gave my loss just everything that it needed to work through me. And on the other side of that, I was able to accept what had happened. And this by no means is a way of saying that I was okay with Jack not being here. It was just a way for me to start to pick up the pieces and start to rebuild my life. And yes, as a medium, I can connect with him and I can communicate with him. But I found that I found that my loss changed me in, in a myriad of different ways. And grief changes our life. It changes our routine. It, it changes our plan. And it changes us. I often think back to who I was and how I saw the world before I lost him to the woman I am today, and, and I'm a completely different person. Completely different person. You know, and change, any kind of change can be difficult under the best of circumstances. I mean, that's, you know, getting married, uh, if you have a new job, a baby, if someone's getting divorced, if you're moving. But the change that we don't ask for can feel like it's intolerable. And some of these changes 
they can feel like it's forever and long-lasting. And some will only be a part of that, the, that early stage of grieving, whatever that timeline looks, for, looks like for you. And some of these changes, they're not, they're not all necessarily all bad. You know, losing, losing a loved one is one of the most difficult things that you can experience. And the feeling of losing ourselves can make a difficult time even that much more difficult to deal with. It can make it that much more difficult to even cope with because we don't feel like ourselves. We don't feel, we don't feel like we, we, we know what our strengths are anymore. We, it's like we've, it's like we're off kilter. It's like we're off center. It's like we're not in alignment with who we really are anymore. And that the grief pulls us out of that alignment and we're not able to, we're not able to find that inner strength and that inner wisdom. It's, you know, I know firsthand what that felt like. I just felt like a shell of the previous version of who I used to be. And I didn't like it. And for me, I got to a point where I can still remember the day. I remember sitting out at Elbow Falls. Elbow Falls is about a half hour drive southwest of the city of Calgary. That's where I live in Canada. And it's this beautiful, majestic space in the mountains. Like the water is cascading through the waterfalls and it has the most incredible energy. And I remember sitting there one day and I was just absolutely heartbroken. And what I didn't realize is that I was in mourning. I was mourning Jack. I worked through the grief stages and process and I was fully mourning him. I was walking around and I didn't care if I looked sad. I didn't, I didn't pretend that everything was okay. I wasn't depressed. I was mourning. And I remember sitting there one day and I thought, how can I use my experience to help other people? How can I, how can I use what happened with Jack to help other mothers who have lost children find hope again? How can, I, how can I use this to serve the people that I'm here to help? And that's when I realized that... That's when I realized that I had a choice. I could stay in that energy of, I've lost him, he's lost, it's gone, it's, it's, my life is incomplete. I could continue to focus on the narrative that I... I'd chosen, I'd chosen that story up until that point that I lost him. But then I started to shift it into what if I haven't lost him at all? What if that connection is always there? I can connect with him. I can communicate with him. I can feel him. Is it the same as having him run into my arms? No, it isn't. But what if, what if I could change the story? What if there was a different narrative? And it's interesting because a lot of people have shared with me over the years about what they've lost. You know, what it ha- when it, how it happened, what happened. And they, it's like they make a decision at that point that they will never be the same again. And I think it's 
I think it's so important to understand that we can't go back to the way things were, that it is in the acceptance that we've lost a child, we've lost a loved one, and it is through the legacy that we would like to create of that loved one. You know, remembering that loved one, remembering who they were and the beautiful light that they brought to the world and the beautiful light that still exists. They're just no longer in their physical body. And it's almost like I've met several, several mothers who have been grieving and mourning their childs and it's like they give up on life. They, they can't wait to leave this life and be with their child. And I get it. I've, I've been there. I know what that feels like. And the possibility that I invite everyone who's listening to examine if this pertains to you is that you can create a life you love with your child alongside you each and every day. It is possible. I'm living proof. I am living proof that, yes, I went through a grief that brought me to my knees. I didn't want to go on without him. I couldn't imagine building a life that I love that was filled with joy without him. I couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine. Didn't want it. Wasn't interested. And I think it's just very, it's very important for us to, to really understand where we are. Are we grieving? Are we mourning? Where are we in that spectrum? Where are you in your journey, your lost journey? Where are you and what does that look like? There's so many different ways that grief changes us. It can change our sleep patterns, eating, our overall energy. It might change us in ways that leave us feeling more irritable. Maybe we don't have as much patience. Um, we don't have, it's like we don't have the tolerance, the wherewithal to hold space for other people's small stuff that's going on. Okay, so what? You got a flat tire. Okay, big deal. Or, okay, yeah, you forgot to pack your child's lunch. Okay. It's almost like, without even realizing it, we just, re it's, it's like we're just not able to hold that space for other people and that's okay sometimes we may be forgetful we have trouble concentrating and focusing i know that i became i wanted to i started to isolate i knew that yeah i knew that that there was something shifting for me because i started to pull away from people things that brought me joy um i started to have you know different different a harder time concentrating and focusing was was big and that combined with just wanting to isolate myself and I just felt like I didn't belong anywhere because no one else had lost a child there wasn't anyone in my group that I could talk to who really understood who really who really understood the depths of that pain there wasn't I mean all of my friends have all lost family have all lost loved ones friends fur babies you name it and they understand the loss component, but losing a child is something completely different because you're grieving the loss of that child here and now, 
but you're also grieving the dreams and the future and that child being a part of your life. So it's like grief exponentialized. Grief can change us in so many different ways and it, it has an impact on our relationships. With our friends and our family, they may have reactions to the new person that we are. We're not the same. You know, I, I had a client once, she said her husband said, you're different. What do we need to do to bring you back to life again? You know, we may feel more anxious, afraid, or fearful for the future because we wonder what's next or where do we go from here? Or, you know, oftentimes it's like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like we're thinking, okay, this horrible tragedy, this horrible loss found me. What else is going to come and find me? And so these are just some of the ways that grief can change us. And it's very important to not expect to go back to who you were before you lost your loved one. Because these losses, they shape and they change and they mold us like few other things in life can. But those fundamental core parts of who we are, the focus we once had, the organization, the patience, the laughter, the joy, those will come back in time through self-care and patience and self-love, all of those beautiful aspects of you, of, of what makes you you, your personality, your, your vibrancy, your, your love of life, all of that will come back in time. And it's almost like there's a veil that lifts where one day you wake up and you feel like maybe it could be a little bit better. And for me, I, I've shared this previously, I knew that things were shifting because I had makeup on one day. I, had, I wore mascara. And I remember sitting down by the river and I thought, oh, I haven't cried today. Oh my gosh, what? I haven't cried today. <laughs> and so it was this huge realization that, okay, maybe things were getting better. And it wasn't to say that I still wasn't grieving and that I, you know, I still had moments where I was triggered, where I would see little boys around, you know, Jack's age. And you can be crying every day and still be doing better. And I know that sounds strange, but it's the grieving in the morning go alongside rebuilding and growing stronger. They really do. And then the hope is again, to see things like focus and the ability to remember, remember birthdays and where you park the car and, you know, all those little things just start clicking back into place. Sometimes grief changes in ways that feel like they're going to be with us forever. Sometimes we feel like there's a part of us that's missing and that there's this void where we wish our loved one could be. And... It's possible that when you lose a child, that if there was a traumatic death that surrounds that expected loss, even we can feel, we can feel a little bit wounded in some way if we haven't dealt with that. If there's anything lingering, it's very important for us to address that. And for some, there's a fundamental change in how they perceive the fairness of life. This isn't fair. How could God do this? I found that I questioned everything. I questioned my faith, God, the people around me, the doctors, everyone, everyone involved. I questioned everyone and everything. How could this happen? This isn't fair. I know exactly how that feels. No one wants to experience loss, of course. 
And anyone who's lost a child would trade their life in an instant if it meant that their child could be back. And it's important to, it's important to hold on and to hold on. And it's like our grief and, and the sorrow, the loss, it becomes a part of us. And it's important to honor and remember the love and the life that we shared with the child that we lost, with that loved one. No matter what that loss looked like, whether it was through miscarriage and you didn't get to hold that child, maybe it was an ectopic pregnancy and the same thing, you didn't get to hold that child. Perhaps it was a stillborn birth. Perhaps your child uh, died from an illness Maybe there was an accident. There are so many, so many different ways that, that we lose our children. And regardless of what that loss entailed, it's important to know and remember that that love and that life was real. Every moment was real. And while it's hard to talk about any good that can come out of a loss, most grievers would want to be sure that they don't want any part of their loss to be presented with the old silver lining cliche. You know, there's, there's always something good that comes of things. You know, I won't, I won't say that I'm happy that that happened, that I, I, I lost Jack. Absolutely not. I would, I would give, I would give anything to have him back. And that is true right to my, the core of my being. But the other side of it is through accepting that he isn't here in the physical, but I am, and that I am creating my reality. I am forging ahead, building and designing a life that I absolutely, absolutely love. And there are other changes that I found, and they weren't all bad. It gave me the opportunity to feel closer to others, especially family and friends who were incredibly supportive. I was no longer sweating the small stuff. It's like I, I just had this incredible, deep understanding of what really matters in life. And I developed new friendships because of my loss. You know, a, a co-worker reached out to me who, you know, had unexpectedly had a similar loss. Neighbors, you know, friends of friends. Like it's... It helped me to feel like I belonged. It helped me to feel like I wasn't ostracized, that I, there was a support network for me as I worked through my grief. I became more compassionate and understanding to those around me. It's like it's opened my heart to a greater level of compassion. And the loss, it can totally break us so that we have no choice but to rebuild from the bottom up and fix things along the way, as in rebuilding a stronger foundation. I believe that working through everything that I've gone through after losing my son Jack, I have a deeper resilience. I know that I've got my back. I know that the universe has my back. I know that everything is figureoutable, as Marie Forleo says. Everything is figureoutable. I wasn't punished. I didn't make a mistake. It didn't go according to plan. And I don't need to blame anyone. I don't need to blame myself. 
It just didn't go according to plan. And the loss of Jack, it showed me that I have that strength, the resilience, and it's like a fierce independence that I didn't even know I had. And it's created opportunities for me to surprise myself with the things that I can do, with the things that I can endure. I think sometimes, you know, you know, he was my greatest loss. My greatest loss. And I wouldn't be who I am today without having had that experience. And, you know, I've talked to so many mothers about their life before a loss. And, you know, a lot of people will say that they had no idea that, you know, they were going through such a loss, that, that they had no idea. You know, a lot of people have come up to me and said, I had no idea that you lost a child, that, that this had happened. I had no idea. And then they talk about how badly they feel as they look back and see that, um, you know, maybe they had, maybe they didn't really understand what was going on. Maybe they didn't take the time to ask questions and, and ask if there was anything else that I needed. Not that I expected them to, but I found a lot of people over the years have said to me after, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry that you went through such a difficult time and I, I feel like I could have done more for you and I'm sorry. And it's interesting because of these people, they've all said that that would never happen again. And I believe them. I believe them. And sometimes we just don't know how to show up for someone when they've lost, especially when they've lost a child. It's like there are no words. There are no words to offer condolence. And I think it's just something that we need to tread very lightly around because you're dealing with someone's heart. When you lose a child, it's like your heart is shattered into a million pieces. And as you are brave and courageous enough to work through the myriad of emotions and thoughts and everything that comes up through the grieving process, as you work into the mourning process, it is through that transformation that you become, it's like an enhanced version of you. And with the realization that love never dies, that your child is growing up in heaven, and that you can still experience them and feel them all around you. In this moment right now, if you're not driving, I invite you to place your hand over your heart and ask your child's energy to move closer and just start to notice what you're experiencing and just sit with that energy, trusting that your child's energy is literally a thought away. It's always with you. I'm Shauna DeMellon, and I send each and every one of you all of my love. And if you would like to learn how to connect with your child on the other side, I invite you to visit my website at livealifeyoulove.org and check out my new program, Growing Up in Heaven, where you will move from grief to relief as you learn to make the connection with your son or daughter on the other side. I send you mountains of love. Till next time, bye for now. Thank you.